sisters, join the resistance. Come on, let's start by talking tactics. Have a pass and match us. Here's how we practice. Hey, Dopey Dopes. Welcome to Pop Culture Continuum. This is John Elliott. And this is Patrick Riccardi. And this week we're doing... Dear Abby versus Ask Amy. Advice columns. Yay. Uh, we're not going to read their... Well, maybe we'll read their responses. I can't remember how we do this. Uh, ah, we'll just we'll just wing it. But it is, it is interesting that Ask Amy is kind of a modern... There's there's a bunch of modern ones. There's Doctor Nerd Love. There's Dear Prudence. But Ask Amy seems to be the most popular modern advice columnist that is not from the past. And Dear Abby is, I think she's kind of the the person you think of as far as advice column goes. Now it's being written by the original Abby's daughter, and it was for many years. Uh, I forget her name. Abigail, Abigail Van Buren, I think. Yeah. Maybe or yeah. Yeah. And that old uh, bat. What's, What's what's interesting is that she ran that and her si- twin sister ran Esk and Landers or whatever it was called. And there was a huge feud between them for decades because Ann Landers was, was ticked off that her sister got the same gig as she did. Oh, no shit. Yeah. So it's it's kind of funny. Seems like a loving family. Advice columnists could not give advice to each other. And then even worse, Ann Landers' daughter took over the strip or whatever you call it, the column. And she was all sorts of bitter when dear the the daughter her cousin wrote a dear Abby column that was all like glow and glowing terms of her aunt like how great a woman she was and she really respects her and she's like she didn't respect her and so she carried on the feud Jesus. for the second generation. But what was great was dear Abby the Abigail Van Buren or I don't I don't really remember her real name but the daughter's response was uh, I don't know but I love her and I'm not going to talk about it anymore. Jesus. What's wrong with these advice columnists, man? I know. You got the fucking easiest job in the world. What are you complaining about? Which we're about to prove. By doing a much, much worse than they ever do. Or much, oh, much oh, you're gonna, better. You're going to say something different. Okay. I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't following along really well. What else is new? Uh, do you want to start with Dear Abby then, since they're the older ones? Sure. I mean, there's, these are current topics but it's the older column or do you want to go back into the archives and read a dear abby from the 40s hell no no let's do these new ones okay all right well, i'll start with woman is put in the middle of an affair among friends have not read this yet here we go <clears throat> dear abby i have two friends i am equally close to jane and mary we jane and mary are in quotes that means that's not their real names just helping you out with with how advice columns work, what what that means? Or she's being wasn't sure. super sly, and they they are their real names, but putting them in well, either way. Them, yeah, yeah. We live in the same neighborhood. They are both married, live across the street from each other, and spend time together almost every day. Their children play together. I spend a lot of time with both families, and my children play with theirs. This is fucking boring so far. It it gets much better in the second paragraph. Okay. Jane is having an affair with Mary's husband and has confided in me about every detail. Really? Penis size? Dun, dun, dun. Everything? Everything? She keeps telling me it's over, and then I find out it isn't. I spoke to Mary's husband and told him if he, if it doesn't stop, I'll tell Mary. Jane doesn't know I talked to him. They recently had another weak moment, in quotes. Which also probably means something else. Yeah. yeah. It probably means strong moment full of passion. Should I tell Mary what's going on? 
Her husband has cheated in the past, and she chose to stay with him. I'm afraid the fallout from her finding out will be two broken marriages and several broken friendships. It's very difficult to spend time with any, all of them, knowing what I know. I feel like my science is silence is betraying Mary. Also, her science, probably. Because, you know, I imagine she's, like, creating some uh, Mary replica in her garage. Uh, help! So, you know what? I don't know. What do you, it, it depends on how close a friend you are. I guess you're all close friends. All I know is Mary, the, the uh, what's her name? Wish I didn't know should tell Jane to shut the hell up. Don't tell her the dirty laundry because she's going to have to hold the secret. It's, it's not fair. Yeah, it's not fair for, for, well, of course, Jane wants to get it off her chest and, like, put it on someone else. Right, put it on someone who's not who's not involved in the Yeah. And then Mary's husband is is telling as well. So this 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 busybody really shouldn't know all this, but I don't know if she should tell or not. I don't really know what the best Well, it's not she's, the it's not the busybody's fault she knows all this. No, no, not at all, but she's in this position and it's really a difficult position. I guess she should just tell them I I don't know. That's why I'm not a good advice columnist. I would definitely tell them don't tell me anymore. And if you tell me again, I'm going to tell Mary. I think that's what I'd say. I think, yeah, I think you do it slowly. Like, you know, uh, you say, Mary, your husband's on the roof. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, Mary, your husband fell off. Mary, mm -hmm. your husband fell into Jane. Um, ah. Yeah, you kind I, of soften the blow a little. I didn't see where you were going there, but you got there. Oh, I always get there. Mm -hmm. I, th I think, honestly... Yep. I don't. This is too much drama for some suburban, you know, mar married. It's a regular Peyton place, huh? Nice reference. Grandpa. I don't even know what what is that. Is that was that a relevant reference? Yeah, it was a soap opera. It was, it was first a movie, I think. Why do I think Ryan O'Neill was in it? Um, been in the TV show. It was first some big soapy movie, and then they turned it into a soap opera on tv was it set in the suburbs i guess so with the name yeah like that. it was yeah also why does mary's husband not get named he could be putting quotes yeah he could jim jane and mary mary's mary's married to maury jane is married to james uh, oh, well jane's husband doesn't really come into no, the story he although i mean he is also being cuckolded he's a uh, cuck. true Ugh. already back to politics Hey, uh, dear Abby, agreed with me. Jane should not have placed you in that position. Oh yeah. Mary knows she has a philandering husband. Chose for me. I vote for keeping your lip zipped and trying to stay out of the line of fire. Yeah. Don't. I don't know. It's never good to get involved in other people's relationships. I feel like. Unless, unless you know that one of them is like super psycho, and you're trying to like really help the person out of the relationship. Yes. Or if you're looking for a threesome and you really want to be intimately evolved. No, you still stay out. You just you just let it happen naturally. Ah, I you see. Can't force those kind of things. Jeez. I guess that's why you've had so many. Nothing from the '70s. Um. All right. You want to go to the next? Uh, well, that's. I don't you know about that. Look next for a one. more fun question. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I like the bad vibes from a coworker. You want to do that one? Sure. Because bad you know, vibes all been from a coworker. Are a mystery to colleague. Dear Abby, I am suddenly encountering workplace hostility from someone I thought was my friend. I'm not sure if I did something to offend this person or if there is some other reason. What can I do to get to the bottom of this? 
Holy shit, you ever think of asking them? Jesus Christ, what the fuck? Why are you writing an advice column for this? Yeah, this is this is written by someone who's never spoken to another person. So this you must work in engineering. Whoever's writing this, that's my guess. I didn't. I didn't give their name at the end. What was their name? Uncomfortable, uncomfortable in Texas. Texas. Well, Texas explains it all. Well, yeah, and uncomfortable in Texas is you know. Uh, We're two redundant. for two. Dear Abby's advice was exactly the same as yours, but she quoted the Bible she, to make it more official. Yeah, and she also misquoted it because it says, seek and ye shall find. I'm pretty sure it's seek and ye shall find. Abby. Well, ye is, ye is the same as you. Is it, though? Then what is ye old coffee shop? Because remember, if coffee you're, shop? When you're, making a, when you're making a fist, there's four fingers pointing back at you and one thumb up in the air. That's true. That is how you make a fist. Mm-hmm. You don't want to. You don't want to bruise that thumb when you're punching somebody. Oh, uh, there's a woman at work who who always shares Dear Abby's with me, and that's why I like Dear Abby. Well, I already like Dear Abby, but that's something we talk about a lot. Eh, woman this, is a strong word. And this is the one that she shared with me. I'm going to another column. You'll know it by the title, which is "Man Learns He's Not First First to Propose Marriage to Girl." This one's kind of crazy. Oh, hey, shit! How do I? Where? What? Where do I go? Go back. Go back and go down. Back and down. Just like JFK. What are you... Wait, what are you talking about? Back and down? Back. Go back on your browser. Oh. And then go down on the page. Oh, I see. Gotcha. Wait. Tech support in a podcast. No. This you, is seen at Daily with John up, dude. I don't know what you... I, when I go back, I'm on U-Express. Oh. I gotta find this shit. Um... Oh, you never went to her her tab, which I asked you to do most vociferously. Did you though? I'll go to the Dear Abby archives. I guess that's what it is, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. What is the title of it? It's from this man, year as well. It's on the yeah. Man learns he's not first to propose marriage to girl. Oh, all right. I'll read it. Dear Abby, I met the love of my life eight months ago. Everything about our relationship is perfect. We both love our families, fine food, games, and most importantly, each other. Oh, God. We met in an antique crazy. store and now have an extensive stamp collection together. Oh, fuck. I can see where this is going. You do? Wanting, wanting this joy to last forever, I proposed to her. I couldn't imagine a happier life for both of us until I discovered that she is already engaged. Oh, no. I totally... That stamp thing threw me off. Yeah, the stamp is a non sequitur, which is, makes it awesome. Her mother informed me that she had accepted a proposal from a close friend of ours months ago. At first I was devastated, but now I understand the situation. Really? I don't. She felt <laughs> obligated to accept his proposal, yet I know she will only find true happiness by marrying me. Huh, fucking conceited much, dude? How do I go about bringing this up to her? I'm very non-confrontational and don't want her to feel awkward or uncomfortable. <laughs> Should I tell her what I know or wait for her to come to me? Please help. Oh, dude, you're like 57 varieties of fucked up here. I think you're delusional as shit. <laughs> but we met at an antique store and now have an extensive stamp collection together is terrific. That's, That's a sentence that I, mean, I love. And that is, well, where do you, that is where the basis do you, for most great marriages, too. So Where I get, did you think things were going from there? I, oh, I thought they were going to break up and they were fighting over the stamp collection. Oh... Yeah, that, I guess that makes sense. Which That's... would have been awesome as well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this, 
I just like that 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 has nothing to do with anything else, but is thrown in there. And I, I'm I have to think that they edit these letters for for space, but for 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 humorous reasons, they decided to keep the stamp collection in there. Dude, I don't understand what is going on. All right, he calls her the love of his life. He says mm-hmm. everything about their relationship is perfect, except but, I'm guessing I'm they're not romantically involved. That's what I got the first time I read it. Yeah. But if that were true, wouldn't the mother say, what are you talking about? You're just friends and not tell about another proposal. Because I'm guessing he went to the mother to say, I'm, I want to have your permission. Well, maybe why... unlike uh, Mary and Jane woman, uh, this mother is smart and just like, I'm staying out of this shit. You, you're fucking <laughs> crazy, dude. Yeah, but she, oh, she, so she, she made the whole other proposal up. I don't, I don't, maybe. No, I just think this guy's kind of deluded about what their relationship is. I see. Yeah, My, nothing. Nothing he said was especially romantic. We love our families, fine food, games, most importantly, each other. Well, he made the each other part up. Or they was, love each other platonically, or right, on her yeah. end is platonic. I mean, right. oh my god, dude! Here's my advice: move to another city and just start live over. in a fucking cabin by yourself. Jesus, you oh, should not be in society. So you're specifically saying move to Oakland and move into that uh, cabin that's on the water. Yeah, the ja- the uh, Jack London cabin. Yes. Uh, wait. Well, let's hear her. Here's what she says. Something is definitely wrong with this picture. Sometimes confrontation is healthy. Don't waste another moment waiting for the girl to level with you. Well, why does she have to level with him? She's already engaged. I don't know what... Tell her what her well, mother... Well, he, okay. he's never heard the, from her. Oh, true. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, th- this is this is not going to end well. I mean... I don't see how this is going to work out between you two. Tell her what her mother told you and ask if it is true. If it is, she needs to explain. Although you may be ready to settle down and get married, she may not be emotionally mature enough to marry either one of you. Yeah, you think? Well, I think I've, it sounds like Dear Abby has taken the tact that they, they are romantically involved and just assuming that he's not deluded. So he's she's thinking, well, if she's doing that with two guys, she maybe she's not emotionally mature. I guess that makes sense, well, but I'm on, the, I'm on the track that she has no idea he's romantically no, involved yeah, with her. I think this is... This dude's a creeper. But, uh, oh, maybe, not, I don't know if creepers have stamp collections. I never heard about that. No, that's true. They're usually fine, upstanding citizens. But this, uh, there's some letters that are self-contained and they're fine, but this is a letter that I need a monthly update on what's going on. Yeah, I need, well, I need to hear both sides of this, too. Yes, I need her to write in and say, why is this man who I thought was my best friend trying to propose to me? Uh, yeah, I need, I need all kinds of information. No, this is, this is no good. I mean. Other than the stamp collection, this is a useless letter because there's not enough. There's not enough backstory here. Um, all right, you want to do another one? Sure. All right. We'll skip the second oh. one because it's. it's uh, that sounds just... gross. <laughs> it's it's about summer safety for kids. I don't oh, know. Oh no, not that one. I went back to the uh, thing, and there's a lifelong oh. bachelor's interest in teen girls triggers alarm. Let's skip that. Oh, one. that that one. No, that one. Wait, I, I don't know if it's the one I'm thinking of. I want to say. Uh, I have dead air for a while while you figure like, it out. I, I had to find the archive that you're at. 
Oh, there's like a lot of gross ones in here, but I want to find the one you're talking about. What was the title? Lifelong Bachelor's Interest in Teen Girls Triggers Alarm. It's June 20th, 2018. Oh, no, that's not the one. There's another one that's that's awesome that's along similar lines. It's not – That's yeah, that does sound gross. I don't want to read that one. Yeah. Uh, cancer Patient Discusses Too Much Detail in Public. Oh, I like this one because the com- couple plans couples plans hit a snag over detour to a strip club. Oh, I like I like, I like yes. Let's okay. Let's do that. You're you're gonna read this one. My boyfriend and I have been dating for a year and a half. We are planning on moving to California together in a few months. I flew to Monterey to Joplin, and he is supposed to be flying in soon. However, last night I found that he and his buddy went to a strip club. Dum dum dum. My boyfriend knows I'm com- I'm comfortable with him going to strip clubs, and he assured me that. They would not be going when he, we spoke on the phone earlier in the evening. He says I'm controlling and childless for being angry at him. I told him it's either me or the strip clubs, mostly to, just to see how he would react. That's not a reason to, to give an ultimatum. His response was that freedom of choice is very important to him. I even went as far to say as if he feels he needs to go to strip clubs, and I would start stripping on the side to spite him. Again, that's wow. <laughs> I'm tempted to cancel his ticket to California. I don't want him flying here if we're just going to fight. Is this situation worth the cost of, of a relationship? How do I deal with someone so stubborn to the point where he can't see where he's in the, where, when he's in the wrong? Abby, he is in the wrong, isn't he? Choice is clear. Um, well, first of all, I do think going to strip clubs is one of the classiest things men can do. So I don't know what her problem is, really. I think it stinks that he said he wasn't going but then went. But I don't think it's as big of a deal as she's making it out to be. I think she's go, uh, uh, more than a little over at the top with two ultimatums in one paragraph. Um, well, <clears throat> excuse me. Her reaction was not great. On the other right. hand, if he knows that that's a problem for her, don't go to strip clubs. Like, it's not that fucking hard. It's not an important part of life right. that you need to be doing with your friends. Uh, or don't tell her. Yeah, stupid. It's Jesus. Not, if just not, lie like everybody else does. <laughs> just a lie of omission. When she asks, are you going? And just say, oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we'll, well see. What, what I like about this letter is, Dear Abby's... What, did you read Dear Abby's I have reaction? not read it yet. But What, what would your assumption be? Uh, okay. My, here's my... Th- like I said, I think she is... Her reaction is out of proportion to the crime if you want to call it that um but i also think he's not being respectful uh which i understand why that would upset her um mm-hmm. okay no let, what, let what what do you think dear abby's response would be though i don't know this new this newfangled dear abby you know she might be uh more progressive than uh the old dear abby so let's see you read it i'm not gonna read it um all right a wise woman chooses her battles carefully if your boyfriend spent more than an occasional evening hanging out in strip clubs, I can see why it would be a deal breaker. But unless you left something important out of your letter, like the fact that he did more than look, it doesn't appear that he does. You escalated the situation, and you shouldn't have. However, if you feel so strongly about strip clubs, perhaps you should consider finding another man to spend your life with because it really isn't possible to control the actions of another adult. Agreed. Agreed. Good advice, yeah. dear Abby. Yeah, I thought she was going to be a little uh, more... Yeah, but I like her response. It's different than I expected. Um, all right, hold on. I'm going to go back to the archive and see. I don't know if I want to do the next one that was on there. Uh, oh, God, some of these are really depressing. Yeah. 
Oh, here. Well, to th- look at, th- do you, did you find one? Because I have one that's pretty good that you, you can try. Well, I th- did find okay. unhappy mom is harassed by her family of pranksters. But what, what was the one you found? Retired man gives his own generation the silent treatment. Whoa. Wait, what, what date is that? Do you know? June 14th. June 14th. June, oh, okay. I got to go up. Uh, oh, it's like the one right after. Yes. Okay. Let's, let's try this. Dear Abby, my husband, who is retired, now prefers to talk exclusively to people under 21. He says he is mentoring them, though I haven't seen any indication of this. She's like, my husband's a fucking dum-dum. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he says he has no interest in talking to people our age. I mean, I can, I can dig it. So when we get together with our friends, who are mostly our age, he says practically nothing. When I asked why, he said he prefers to impart his knowledge to younger people. <laughs> This dude has a really high opinion of himself. And his wife doesn't share it, it seems. Um, (laughs) Oh, what? I have have suggested that he volunteer with younger people, but he wasn't interested. He just wants to hang out with them. This reminds me of, you remember when on The Simpsons, um, when that, was it Hans Molman dressed up as Bart Simpson? Like, trying to look young? Anyway, okay. I'm not sure. Well, it reminds me of the episode of 30 Rock with Steve Buscemi going to high school. (laughs) Yes. Which is along the same lines. (laughs) I'm not sure what to do. He seems depressed if they don't respond to him in the way he would like. Mostly they show little interest in being with him. (laughs) Shocking. You mean 20-year-olds don't want to hang out with some old 60-year-old dude? What, if anything, should I do about this? It has been going on for more than two years now. Yeah, I mean, obviously, like some millennial, like, please tell me more about Led Zeppelin. (laughs) How great Wait, it was in your day. A 60-year-old's talking about Led Zeppelin? I would think so. Ugh. We've given up, given up by now. I think he's too old for Led Zeppelin. No, I don't think so. Well, yeah. okay, he's retired, so probably 65, right? Unless he did an early mm-hmm. retirement. All right, yeah, you uh, tired of hearing about Cream? And I was uh, thinking he was in his 70s, like like about just that 70. Okay. But I guess you're right. At seventy, he's talking about like the Beatles, the Beatles and, the and Elvis. And, yeah, um, but whatever, you're you are correct in saying that they have no interest. But it's, and they shouldn't have any interest. Like what? What are you like telling a, them? Like, oh yeah, just get uh, just get a good pension with your job. Like they're like fuck that doesn't exist anymore. You dumb old fuck. Um, impart his knowledge to younger people that they did not ask for. They, Exactly. They, like, she told him to volunteer, and he's like, nah, fuck that. I just want to go structured. tell them how to live. Um, <laughs> Have a beer, you know, just hang out. Oh, under 21, never mind. Well, I guess that's how they hang out. He brings beer. Under 20, oh, yep. Yeah. But, and the fact that they don't want to hang out with him still. Uh, maybe he's, I mean, I understand wanting to stay young at heart, but no, this sounds a little weird. Yeah, not in a creepy way, just no, like no. in a kind of... In a oh, sad way. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, all right, wait. i got to think of some advice for this lady. I, I mean, they've been together for a while, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Um, it sounds like, you know what, maybe therapy for him is... That's, I, yeah. That's not, yeah. like, even flippant. I think maybe there's something going on with him that he needs to work out. Um and, fi- and maybe find something that you both can do together 
like some kind of activity that would bring him around people's own age that you don't have to talk the whole time. You could play a game or something, something just to get him to people and stop being so weird. You ever heard of golf? Jesus, you're retired. (laughs) I mean, assuming you're white, you can do it. Um, Wow. Yeah, this is, this kind of makes me sad, but it also, I mean, it feels like to me, this dude's like looking for something that he, like that he thinks is missing. I think, you know, he's probably lamenting his youth a bit, more than is is natural mm-hmm. and healthy. Uh, all right, let's see what let's see what Abby says. Dear concerned, I feel sorry for your husband. Oh, there you go. He may avoid companions his own age because they remind him that he too is getting older. Uh, it's no wonder young people don't respond to him. I can imagine few pastimes less appetizing than socializing <laughs> with someone who imparts knowledge by talking down to them. Yeah, they might find him more appealing if he asked them questions and listened to what they had to say. Consider talking to him about your concern that he is socially isolating himself from contemporaries, because the longer he continues, the less welcome he will find himself. However, until he comes to that realization and decides to fix it, do not expect anything to change. Well, yeah, I think, I think maybe you should have uh, advised therapy, but yeah, she's she's basically on the same page with us. I I I, th- I think maybe they don't do therapy as much because it became such a cliche over the years where they would do that for every single question. Yeah, but yeah. That, that could be true. Um, you want to pick another one? Yeah, let's, let's see what the uh, let's do this. Do the next one, and then and then take a break. What do you think? Okay, what's the next one? Godmother is unwilling to fund girls' plan to playhouse date. Wait, am I reading this oh. one? Oh yeah, I am. Yeah, or what? or was it on that same page? Maybe I. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's right underneath. It's June okay. Yeah, got it. Letter two or three. Okay. My hu- my husband and I are proud parents of two adult daughters. They both graduated from a local university. Our rule was that if they were to complete their education locally, they had to continue to live at home. What? Now, our goddaughter Justine, in quotes, probably not her real name, but why would you make up a name like Justine? Is in community college and planning to transfer to a four-year college next semester. I was told recently that she's been trying to convince her boyfriend to get a place together. Justine's parents would prefer she remain at home, but won't fight her if she moves in with her boyfriend. I'm pretty sure they'll continue to fund her education as best they can until she graduates. We've been contributing financially toward our goddaughter's education. My husband and I feel that it's a waste of money just so they can play house. She has a good relationship with her family and can come and go as she pleases. I'm afraid they'll run into money issues and use the money we give her to live on instead of for school, which is not okay with me. Plus... I don't think I should do any different for her than I did for my own children. I'm afraid if I let if I let her know how I feel, it will strain our relationship. Perhaps even the one we have with her parents. Should this be my concern, or should I let it go? Let it go. Yeah, That's let it go. Advice. That's so a easy. Gift is a gift. You don't tell people what to do with it. A gift, or even like you can just give them the money and say, just use this for your tuition, and then the money from the parents will go to, as you say, playing house. Well, I so think... no, let it go. There's nothing wrong with moving off on your own, even though it's not the the best idea financially. But it gives you, it lets you know how you you can live on your own, and you're yeah, it's it's ridiculous. It helps you navigate the real world, and also right. at first when they said, uh, their rule was like if they go to school locally they had to continue to live at home i thought it was like mostly a financial thing probably but this as it goes on it sounds more like a super prudish thing about her moving in with a boyfriend and playing house as she puts in quotes which is nobody says anymore um well name of one of our favorite shows but whatever and yeah but it's an old show and uh it's like two years old it it seems like 
Oh, yeah, that show. Shit, I thought it was like some 80s sitcom. Sorry. Um, yeah, it seems like her issue is not so much with... Um, like, if she was moving into an apartment on her own, I bet she wouldn't have written this letter. Yeah, But, but since she's moving letter. in with the boyfriend, she's got an issue with it. Um, because it's ungodly to fuck when you're not married. This, this is what I'm getting out of this this woman. Anyway, um, yeah, stay out of it. I mean, as you said, that's the advice. Be, be a fucking asshole and take away your financial gift. Or just let her live her goddamn life. Dear Abby disagrees. Ooh. It's time, according to Dear Godmother, it's time for an honest conversation with your goddaughter, and it wouldn't be a bad idea if you included her parents. Explain that you would be uncomfortable subsidizing her, subsidizing her if she lives with her boyfriend, because it's not how you raised your children. You have already contributed generously to her education. Disagree. I Although, disagree. It's not... It's... I, I guess, at the same time, reading that makes me think, well, it is... She is the one giving it, so she can decide who to give it to. And if she wants to raise her concerns and then give it, I think I agree with that. Well, like could, but eh. just taking it away because she's not doing exactly how you want it, that, I don't agree with that. Here's where I disagree. It, it's your goddaughter. You should be doing it out of love. Not You shouldn't be judging her for doing something that every fucking young person does. Like, this isn't Right, the, just because your kids didn't do it. Yeah. The 50s. Um, so it seems like your love is very conditional and right. she's, and what she's doing, she's not a drug addict. She's not uh, going to go spend it out all on alcohol and shit. Uh, you know, so be fucking cool. That's my advice. But, and she was already did the financially savvy mood by going two years in community college before going to a four year college. Yeah, exactly. So you saved break. a lot of money there. You stupid all right. Fucking idiot. Jeez. Um, all right. We ended with such vitriol. Let's take a break, and we'll come back and do some Ask Amy columns. We'll Which, be right back. I, I don't know that I've ever read an Ask Amy. but I'm yeah. sure I haven't. Uh, okay, we'll be right back. We had a comrade, a brave comrade. He could talk for whole days. But then he tried to be a hero. Try talking about Shamiro to computers wearing earphones. Oh. He almost died for conversation, hallucinations, good vibrations. Van Dyke Park's Greyhound Racing, steeplechasing, the Reformation, transubstantiation, Brian Stucker's creation, the land of the Thracians, and right back to the stars. All right, we're back with Ask Amy, another syndicated advice columnist uh, who neither of us have ever or heard of. And I've heard of her. Like Google, since I look at Dear Abby so often, uh, Google has, has directed me to her, but I don't know that I've ever read one of her columns. No, I, I don't care. I don't read advice columns, but... I this, like them. This is the first one we're going to do. Well, it... Most of it just seems, I, I don't know, it seems like common sense, like use your fucking head. But I understand when you're in the middle of a situation, it's often harder to be objective. Oh, so. yeah, I don't. I can't put myself in the, into someone who's writing into advice comes. I don't understand it at all, but I do like reading them. And, and, and usually, for Dear Abby at least, the answers are on point. Well, so I like that too. Let's see how Ask Amy what her style is. 
her mm-hmm. fuck style. Um, jogger wonders how to respond to street harassment. Dear Amy, the other day I was out for a jog when two young men pointed their cameras at me and shouted a disgusting and pejorative slang word referring to my breasts. What could it be? Which I cannot repeat here. I was humiliated and angry with them for their behavior, but I didn't know the best way to respond. Introduce myself and engage in conversation? Wow, no. Grab their camera and throw it in the street? Nope. Your two options were not good options. What should I do the next time this happens to me? I mean, this is is actually tough because, you know, you want to say just move on, but that's also... I mean, because what can you really do? Like, you don't want to engage these fucking assholes, right? Yeah, because they might get violent. So you, there's not there's nothing she can do by herself that I would think would be a good idea, couldn't she? I don't really know. Even, even minus getting violent, like people who are gonna shout that kind of shit at you, you're not gonna sway them with reason and right. being decent. Like they're just being dicks. Um, mm-hmm. I would say, it, I mean, I, I think uh, it's really tough. This this is the kind of thing, as a man, I feel uncomfortable answering. I can't answer it. That's why I think Amy's answer is better than both of our answers combined. But on a humorous note, the first part, I just thought, well, maybe she was running through wet cement, and they're saying, stop running through the cement, and she thought that was a pejorative for breasts. Cement? <laughs> I didn't say it was a good joke. Wow. Are you Man, you guys had different slang growing up than I did. I mean, well, I, all right, before I read Amy's response. Um, yeah, I don't know. You know what? I'm not going to say anything because, yeah, this is this is fucked I, up. I, I do think that, yeah, I don't know. It's just. Because it's not but, something that you should just have to live with and, and be like, you know what? People are dicks sometimes. I'm not going to let it get to me because. Also, something that she didn't mention, but is an option, is to if you have your phone to photograph them. Oh yeah, that's yeah. Turn it back on and them and shout blame. Yeah, shout like, yeah. oh, I gotta get me. I'm gonna no, put this on not, my tiny no, dick site. <laughs> no, I'm not. I know. I'm not saying turn the tables in that way. Just take their picture yeah, and yeah. say, oh, yeah, I, I got you. But I would just, I would not want to engage them because that would just encourage them. I feel like. Yeah, so I, this, I think this is. A, this the, is a tough one to read. It is, yeah. The kind of people who are going to do that stuff, like I said, don't don't engage them. There's no point. Um, all right, let's read her response. Uh, objectified is how she uh, signed it. Dear Objectified, depending on where you live, street harassment such as you experience might be illegal. Oh, yeah. Check stop the street, no, stopstreetharassment.org for guidelines. The organization also runs a hotline. Uh, call 855-897-5910. When this happens again, consider calling the police to report it. If you suspect they are workers at a job site, report them to the company. Oh, yeah. that I didn't even think of that. Yeah. I, I, I don't know about calling the cops, though. I guess it makes sense. It's just not something I would think of. Yeah. I would – I mean, especially if they're workers, then, you, then you've got, uh, you've got real power because you can go to the company. Um, yeah. That – yeah, yeah. Most harassment is about power. These people want to objectify you so that they can feel strong and you feel weak. Try to maintain your outer confidence. Rage helps. Always, well, that's not advice you usually hear. Um, <laughs> always remember that you are stronger, smarter, and greater than they are. Otherwise, they wouldn't need to call you out to feel better. Think of yourself as Teflon. Nothing sticks to you. Or if you prefer, be Wonder Woman, repelling the male gaze with your bracelets of submission. Oh, that's kind of stupid. Um, I mean, 
I get the sentiment, but you're really sounding. Oh God, this is really long. It continues, yeah. but I think we yeah. get the gist of of what she's saying. Um, yeah, it, I, I I think maybe Ask Amy has longer answers. I think she definitely does because this is a two page answer. Oh, you could attempt to photograph them from a safe dif- distance and post a photo on social media. Exactly what you said. And the second page says, a note to the bystanders, if you witness this sort of behavior, please stand in solidarity with the woman experiencing it and shut, and shut down the harasser. Yeah. I agree with that. I agree with it's that. It's easier for like a bystander, like some dude to shut them down than, than the woman. Although most people aren't just don't engage with that kind of thing. Sadly. Right. But, um, but she does say, most importantly, always put your safety first. Don't engage physically. Um, yeah. Agree. Okay. You want to do yours? Yeah. Uh, let's see if I can find it. Uh, I guess wedding leads to work email feud. Sounds juicy. I do love work Although, email feuds. And I love Vegas, Vegas weddings. But now that I know how long dear Amy's answers are, I'm kind of afraid. A work friend was getting married, and she decided to have her wedding in Las Vegas. I was not able to attend the wedding, but I made her bridal veil and participated in a group gift from work friends. Afterward, she sent a group email at work thanking all of her true friends that bothered to come to the wedding. True friends and bother to come to the wedding, in quotes. I received no thank you for making the veil. That is passive aggressive. Jesus. And feel like confronting her, but not sure what to do. Ah, this is the, so her thank you was a, a was a group email. This this is not a good person. No. This is this is this is a person you should just write off. I wouldn't even bother confronting her, just saying you're not my friend. I'm not a true friend, and that's the way it goes. I shouldn't have bothered making you a veil. Yep. I I think my advice is, uh, get a time machine, go back in time, and don't make her veil, mm-hmm. or or make make it faulty. Yeah, and then so it falls apart. Yeah, and and bees fly out. Let's see what uh, Ask Amy's advice is. I don't know why I call them by their full column name, but what dear is... jilted, yeah. you are right, and the bride is wrong. Yep. Wedding etiquette and general decency states that the bride and groom should send a thank you note for any gift that they receive. That includes a veil. However, I don't think you should hold your breath for a thank you in no, terms not of confronting her. You may have to, jeez, you may have to stand in line behind other colleagues who want to react to her rudeness. Her choice to passive-aggressively email her coworkers, presumably through your work email system, about an out-of-town non, non is in capital letters, work event is a poor one, and this could end up dam- damaging her. Yeah, I think that's, like, enough to read. We don't need to go two pages into that. But yes, we we are in agreeance. But I think she focused on something that I didn't really even care about, or, and I still don't, about it being a work email. And she's like, don't make the same mistake your coworker made and play this out at work. Who cares? They have a work, they have a working relationship that emails like that are normal. So I don't think that's as big of a deal as what a jerk the friend is. But yeah. anyway, next. Do another one. Um, yeah, let me see. Oh, God. Uh, I, let's see. Ooh, some of these are grim. Again, how about uh, alcoholic friends should abstain from camping? Uh, let's see if I can find that one. Okay. Oh, oh, or should we do girl press for nude photo should wear t-shirt instead? I'm intrigued by that because I don't know what the hell this situation is. I don't want it. It's, a, it's about a kid in high school. Ooh, okay. Now, let's get off that. Okay, yeah, we'll do that. Okay, al- alcoholic friend should abstain from camping. Dear Amy, I have a friend whom I have known since high school. He has recently been in recovery for drinking. Good for him. 
He is about six weeks into an outpatient system and has been doing well. A group of friends, including my friend in recovery, has been going on two camping trips a year together. We have been doing this for over 20 years. I've asked everyone that attends our camping trip to make our next, make this next trip, which is in two weeks, alcohol-free. I explained to them that I know he will have to deal with friends drinking in front of him eventually, but that it is too soon. The reaction from some of the group is that I am being unreasonable and I should not be dictating what takes place on the camping trip. What should I do? Um, well, I do think... I, I do kind of agree with her friends that it is unreasonable to ask everybody to change their lives for this one person. Um, I, I, I don't think having a one weekend... You, you do it twice a year, half of them you don't drink. I don't think that's that big of a deal. I mean, I guess that's true. One of, I, I mean, I understand that he could just not go, but why don't you just make the dude feel welcome if he's haven't been, been having problems? Just do it this one weekend. I don't, I, I, that's true. Uh, Although, I, I mean, I think probably the thing is like for a lot of them, the, camping is an excuse to get really drunk, you know? I guess they're in there. But yeah. They're in their late 30s or 40s if they've been doing this for 20 years. So, Yeah, if they don't have alcohol problems, you're right. I see no reason why they can't abstain for two days right? Um, to help out their friend. Presumably, if they've been going to this for 20 years, they're pretty close to the guy. But if, if they don't want to do it, they don't want to do it. It's not, you know, it's not, it's, yeah, I can, I, I guess it's, I guess my point is I think they should want to do it. But if they don't want to do it, what are you going to do? You can't. You can't force, force them. them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I. I'm so. More so I guess side, an answer it to is her, kind of dickish, though, to not want to do that. In answer to her question, yeah, there's nothing you can do. Uh, just tell him that there's going to be an alcohol. If he, he's going to be alcohol there, and if he can't handle it, he should go. Yeah. Well, she. Uh, let's see her response. Dear campmaster, you are not responsible for your friend's recovery. He is. I applaud your supportive attitude and desire to help him through this, but the simple fact is that he should probably not attend the camping trip this cycle. It's probably too soon for in his recovery for him to leave town and attend an event that will supply all sorts of triggers for him. Yeah. Yeah, because I guess every other time he went, there was probably alcohol there. Was, there yeah. So. Um, I'm not going to read page two and three. I think that gets to the heart of it. Well, they have – yeah, I, do, I agree, but there there are other questions on the other pages. It's not three pages of an answer to one question, just so you know. Oh, oh I didn't realize. Um uh, I found a good one. Uh, where did it go? Because I think it's, I think it's. Um, Is it girl press for nude photos should wear a t-shirt instead? No, I didn't force you to do it so I could. This, uh, it's, it's interesting. Sometimes Dear Abby and Ask Amy work together and they have like one person write to Dear Abby and the person on the other side write to Ask Amy. And this is a case of that because this one is called Girlfriend's Solo Escapade Bothers Boyfriend. And I can only assume this is the story about the woman who went to Marin while the boyfriend was stuck at home forced to go to a strip club. Okay. No, it was Monterey, but yeah. All right, let's see. A couple of months ago, my girlfriend went out with some mutual friends while I stayed home to deal with a personal issue going to a strip club. It was unusual for her to go out on her own since we do most things together, but we discussed it. And I got over any issues I had with the fact that she went out without me. Oh, how big of you. This is starting poorly. Recently, I found out that she, along with the rest of the group, was drunk that night. (gasps) Heavens The thing is, she usually doesn't get drunk. Like zero times in the last 18 months. We go out with the quote-unquote group quite a bit. And she doesn't have more than two drinks. Oh, maybe she Um, wanted to have fun without you, dude. Jesus. Maybe the only way she can have fun without you is by drinking. 
I'm weirded out about this. I understand that it's normal to be independent. <laughs> Do you understand it? And I fully support that. But I just think it's a bit odd to be doing something out of the character when the BF isn't present. But fuck. I don't know. What, uh, yeah, yeah. Sincerely weirded out. Uh, I don't. Uh, I don't. Uh, there's nothing about what he's saying that makes any sense. Nope, she I have drunk, no cares. sympathy for you, dude. Um, yeah. She is a person. She can do whatever and, the fuck she wants. She didn't go out and pick up guys or anything to make you worry. So. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. That's my and, advice. And the precision of his zero times in the last 18 months. What, what, why are you why keeping track, dude? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, this is, yeah, it's a You're, very weird. You know weird... what my advice is? She break up with him. That's my advice. Wait, he doesn't ask for advice. He's just he's just making a statement. Nowhere in here does he ask for any advice. That's I true. just realized that there's no, what should I do? There's nothing like that. He's just, he's just, he's just slut, slut shaming. Yeah. That's well. exactly what, well, not even slut shaming. He's yeah. It, it's, I don't know what you call it. Fun. He's shaming. writing a letter. He's writing a letter to, to shame his girlfriend for having fun without him. Independent. In shame. a way that's, that he doesn't agree with. Let's see what she says. Yeah. Routinely getting drunk might be a dangerous habit, but your girlfriend is not a big drinker normally. And from your letter, it sounds like no one else ex- has expressed concern about her drinking habits, nor has she done anything embarrassing, unkind or illegal. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. This is what concerns me more is your attitude. Despite your assistant, you're obviously not okay with the fact that she went out without. Yeah. He's a controlling asshole. Yeah. He's awful. Yeah. Fuck this dude. Um, all right. Let's. Tr- I'm going to try to find someone. Or some. Not someone. Let's do one more each, you think? Sounds good. Try to find one that's not, like, super depressing. Um, oh, God. Uh, guys' lies lead straight to the gym. That sounds interesting. <laughs> This is actually one I have read because that's something that came up on my phone and I clicked on it. So I have read a dear. Oh, should I do a different one then? No, no, no. I'm just saying I was, I was just pointing out that I lied. Oh, okay. Let's see. Guys lies lead straight to the gym. Dear Amy, my boyfriend and I have been together for three years. We decided to make some major sacrifices in order to pay off debt and save up for a house. This includes driving junky cars and moving in with his parents. Um, He and I were both working out with a personal trainer, him twice a week and me once a week. I quit the training because I found a cheaper option. My boyfriend decided decided to start seeing the trainer three times per week. I think this is irresponsible, irresponsible, considering we are in saving mode right now. This is what my boyfriend decided to cover it up. Wait, this is why my boyfriend decided to cover it up and lie about it badly. I caught on pretty quickly, but rather than be accusatory, I simply told him that if he wants to see the trainer three times per week... Not to feel as though he has to hide it. Even then, he has continued to lie about his whereabouts. Today, I found his gym clothes crumpled up and hidden. I confronted him, and he finally came clean. Amy, I am really upset. He told me he was lying to protect my feelings. What? Do I have a right to be upset? How can I trust him moving forward? Am I being controlling? As he said, it's just a gym, after all. It's not like he cheated on me. Well, you know, I don't know. This is a common relationship thing, I feel like, and it... Definitely common from the guys in more um, this kind of weird lying. Um, but also, it seems like the lying is is kind of caused by her being so controlling. But I don't think she's being I'm controlling. Not, I'm, I'm not. I'm not uh, saying he should have lied. I, I think it is wrong. But it does sound she's no. It like she's starting off by saying it's irresponsible. It's like 
the dude lived back, moved back home, got a junky car. He's trying to save money just because he doesn't want to have the cheap route. He wants to have one thing and pay, and pay for it. He shouldn't lie about it, obviously. But right. even before, like from the from the jump, she was judging him and telling him not to do it. And then and then she says, well, you don't have to lie about it. But she's still going to judge him and tell him not to do it. That's that's what it feels like. Well, but uh, I, No, I don't really lie. get that because she says, I simply told him that if he wants to see the trainer three times per week, to not feel as though he has to hide it. I think she's more that's, upset that he's. I guess. I guess lying. I'm reading a sub. I guess. No, I agree with that. But I guess I'm reading a subtext where she says this is irresponsible. So she's putting that out there when she says you can. You should tell me. But yeah, yeah you're right. The lying is the worst part. He shouldn't be lying. No, and and but I also do get as someone who has lived in poverty and you hear people say, well. Why do they have a cell phone if they're poor? Like, I really hate that kind of shit because Mm -hmm. just because you're poor doesn't mean you have to go completely ascetic. And, you know, there are still things you want. Um, I mean, I think think if you guys could have talked about it, if he wasn't lying about it and was just open, it could have been much easier dealt with. Yeah, you're right. And the fact that he got caught the first time because he's an idiot. Still, and, yeah, and still lied about it makes it like a like hundred times worse. So, because yeah, to protect your should... feelings is a dumb thing to say. Like, you really so, were doing it to to cover your own ass, dude. Right. I wanted to protect your feelings, not doing something you didn't want me to do. That's stupid. Yeah. So to answer our questions, yes, he has a right to be upset. Uh, how can you trust him moving forward? I don't know. Just ask him to stop lying. Am I being controlling? In my opinion, it. a little bit. But in your opinion, no. But still, I think the first two, she's definitely in the right. Yeah, I think and just... The, first, the, the last one, who cares if it's just a gym? Whatever you're lying about, there's no reason to minimize the lie. I, yes, he didn't cheat on you, but he still lied to you, so... Right, I, I mean, that's like saying, well, I didn't kill a bunch of people in an oven, you know? Like, it's... <laughs> you don't go to those extremes, a lie is a lie. Um, right. And, yeah, don't do... I think you just fucking talk to each other about yeah. this and you know like really talk and don't let him weasel out and and be like oh okay i won't do it again and then have him do it again um because yeah i mean that's kind of i've done that shit uh and having a real conversation is gonna help anyway what does she say oh i thought you were reading this one. Oh, i was damn i forgot your boyfriend sounds like a bit of a baby <laughs> You gave him an out, and instead of coming clean, he doubled down on his lie. Yeah, I mean, that's really the issue, I think. Honestly, taking good care of oneself and maintaining fitness is a good idea, even when you're trying to economize. Yeah, as you said. But your guy's choice was to watch you stop while secretly increasing his own training is selfish and immature. He didn't lie to protect your feelings. He lied to protect his own. Yeah, as we said. So we're we're basically advice columnists at this point. (laughs) Oh, my God. Psychomagnet, not good partner material. Yeah. Okay, I'll go with that one because I was thinking about that one. Yeah. All right. Psychomagnet, which is something that does not go in a refrigerator. I'm 32 and have three children from a previous relationship. I've been with my boyfriend for five years. We live together. We have been we have had trust issues in the past, and I thought we would work through them. Mostly, this involved him exchanging flirty messages with another woman. Ah, come on. Well, yeah, he's already done. Well, last summer he had an affair with my neighbor. So he not work through it all, and who I thought was a friend of mine, I found, <laughs> I found out after they had been sneaking around for two months. The, this is the end. No. Yeah. He well, keep going. He said and he said he loved me, and that would never happen again. Oh, that's good. I thought it was the end, but it turns out it's not. I believed him, but guess what? He was still talking to her, and they were together at least for another four times. Oh, this neighbor is a psycho. 
She calls his mother and creates different email addresses to contact him, as well as phony Facebook accounts. She won't give up. Stalker. I think you're, you're you're complaining about the wrong person, woman. Uh, I don't know her name. Recently, I found out that he went to her place to tell her to leave him alone and to stop contacting his mother. She says they slept together. Of course, I don't believe his denials because he has lied to me so many times in the past. Part of me really loves him, Amy. I don't want to throw away five years so we can work on it. But I also don't know if I can ever trust him. Your advice? Uh, no, it's uh, – I mean – but you also – I mean – it's easy to look from the outside, but five years is a long time to be with somebody. And, you know, I understand wanting to work it out, but, and it's not impossible that you could work it out, but he's going to have to completely change his fucking mentality, which is kind of asking a lot. Um, not asking a lot. I mean, it's, it's probably not going to happen is more what I'm but saying. But also, there's three kids involved. Get rid of him before it gets even worse. Yeah, yeah, you've got kids. That's true. I totally forgot that part of it. This is not good for them. Dude, and, these ass gamies are a lot less fun than Dear Abby's. Yeah, because they're very, I mean, it's this is very common sense, a lot of these. Yeah, I think that Dear Abby's were more interesting and, like, the advice was not necessarily as, as easy. Like, this advice seems kind of easy. Yeah. Well, you want to... You want to skip? Well, we can read it, but you want to do another one that's like find another one to go out on. Uh, sure. That, um, well, she says you have three children. My advice is you should put them in the center of your life, but not in the center of this drama. How does all this nonsense nonsense impact them? Exactly. You don't even know how it impacts them. That's the thing. Like, you might think they don't have a clue, but they know when shit's going down. What is it like for them when their mom is upset, angry, and hooked into a relationship with a lying, cheating psycho magnet? Yeah. Yeah. Dump him. That's fuck it. What else do you need to read? I got one that is uh, pretty good. Okay. The, it's called Male Friend Constantly Confronted with His Privilege. May 31st, <sighs> 2018. Yep. All right. Let's end on that one. You can read it. I am a male with a female coworker, Danica, in quotes. I like Danica. Why would you make up Danica? You, uh, he was in love with have, uh, Winnie from The Wonder Years. <laughs> we have similar sense of humor, and I get the sense that she wants to be better friends. However... She has a strong and unwarranted tendency to see injustice, racism, sexism, and homophobia in innocuous interactions. For example, once inside of, outside of work, I in, innocently inquired as to whether she was happy in her life, and she viewed this as a sexist and patriarchal question that basically reduced her to damsel in distress. I'm guessing you said more than, are you happy <laughs> with your life? But okay, go on. However, as I explained to her, this is something I ask of my friends of all genders. Well, don't ask anybody that because that's a really weird for, uh, question to ask of someone you don't know that well. She sees harassment, condescension, and coercion where there isn't any. While I'm mostly aligned with her political views, she thinks that me denying her unwarranted claims of sexism around every corner, I am claiming victimhood because my privilege is being questioned. I think she I might be like. We could be really good friends, except I see, I feel she sees innocuous events through the lens of what some people, some people might describe as a, quote, social justice warrior. You just lost. Yep. How can I address my issue with her without her claiming I'm being sexist? I love how it's like some people might describe as a social justice <laughs> warrior. That means you use the term me. social justice warrior, <laughs> no, idiot. No, no, I said some people, not me. Yeah, I don't, I mean, don't be offended. Who cares? Have a conversation with someone. I mean, I'm sure some people are too quick to use terms like that but don't take it so seriously i don't know or try to maybe see it from see her point from, of view yeah 
No, and, I'm saying if even when you see it from her point of view, it was a little too quick. Okay, but oh, move on. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah, yeah. and it's not. I mean, there is a reason that people react to that shit because the shit is real. So you, right. she yeah. might be overreacting. I don't. I can't really tell from this, but but she probably isn't. His social justice warrior thing at the end really makes me. That, think, yeah, that's what makes me think she's she is she is exactly right, and also makes me think. I get the sense that she wants to be better friends is a big old lie. Yeah. You get the sense because she talks to you. <laughs> um, all right. Let's, let's read, uh, ask Amy's advice. I'll read it. Uh, while I'm tempted to advise you to say, Oh, Danica, you're so cute when you're angry. I don't think I can help you to best this social justice warrior because no matter how you respond, she can always accuse you of using your privilege to dominate her. So query her about her own intolerance. Oh, she's going the opposite direction. Yeah. She's dumb. Yeah. She needs to be given the opportunity to exercise the kind of tolerance that she would no doubt champion in a different context. The next time she shuts you down, you could ask her, Danica, are you willing to try to be more tolerant towards a viewpoint that doesn't always align perfectly with yours? Womp womp. Well, we disagree, ask Amy. Yeah. So you know what? We should take over your column. Because you Ask Amy versus dumb, dumb. Dear Abby. Dear Abby wins by a mile. Yeah, I think Dear Abby wins. Stick uh, with the tried and true. Yeah, these Ask Amy ones are all kind of dumb. Yeah. Like they're yeah, dumb I mean, questions that have obvious answers. Um, the, the dumb ones from Dear Abby are actually my favorites. They're the ones that are some... That are what? I'm 17, year old, I'm 17 years old, and all my friends are trying to drink. What should I do? And it's like obviously written by a parent trying to get Dear Abby to talk about teen drinking. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, oh, this is no, not... Yeah, I know, that's... That's a real concern for most teenagers. All my friends are try, trying to get me to drink. You know you're drinking. Um, yeah, I guess you're right. Dear Abby wins. Uh, and really, our listeners win, as usual. Recommendations, yep. agencies, agencies, agencies. What you got? I have two. One's a double, and one's a movie that just came out. Uh, I'll do the double? movie first. What does that a mean? A double. I've done it before, oh. but the new season's starting. Uh, Incredibles 2. It is. Uh, did I do that last week? I don't think so. Okay, Incredibles too, because I I remember talking about Incredibles, but maybe it was just talking about it coming out. Uh, it was good. It was fun. It was very funny. It was well animated, better than the first, of course, because technology is better. And Holly Hunter was terrific as she always is. And was the it still all libertarian. Ah. <laughs> I never noticed it, so I didn't notice it this time. But maybe it's just as bad. Uh, but uh, what was the second one? Is the Detroiters. The Detroiters is back and it's funnier than ever. If you have a way you can watch it, you should because it's a very, very funny show on Comedy Central. Okay, that's a double too, isn't it? That's the double. Oh, that's the double. Wait, oh, the, right, because the Incredible Two was new. Okay, gotcha. Right. Uh, man, I don't even know what the fuck to recommend. It's been a slow pop culture week. Uh, I don't know. I guess I can recommend. The oh, Skyward. It's a decent uh, comic book. It's about a world where gravity goes out the window. Oh, neat! And yeah, and this. Uh, I guess she's. I don't know if she's a teenager. I guess she's a young adult. Um, it's about her navigating this new world because it it happened when she was a baby and her dad was involved with gravity going crazy. So. Uh, uh, it's yeah, it's it's fun. I like it. I think you would enjoy it. it there's only been three issues, but uh, wait, I, did I do Gideon Falls? Yeah, I did. 
So, yeah, I'll say Skyward. That'll be mine. Cool. For now. Yeah. Uh, so, that's it. I think we're having Michael Morris next weekend, possibly. Oh. Oh. I think we'll that's, see. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, <laughs> did he share those movies with you? I mean, did he send you those movies in the mail? No. Oh, idiot. So maybe we're not doing that next weekend. Um, all right. Write to us at popculturecontinuum at gmail.com. Pat will say the rest. Like us on Facebook, rate us highly on iTunes, and leave a review, a glowing review. And most importantly, tell your wonderful, handsome, very, very smart friends to listen. And the others, too. Yeah. Even the ones that don't wear pants. And especially the ones that don't wear pants. And most importantly, love each other. As our president constantly reminds us to do. So, until next time, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye.